Hello, I'm Conrad Swift, and welcome to the Cardano Convo podcast, a podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy-to-digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano community. Today, we're joined by Aiden, the Chief Experience Officer of Player Mint, Marcin, the Managing Director of AdaQuest, and Felix, the head of the NFT Guild, to talk about Project Catalyst, blockchain governance, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get to it. So today, you guys, we're going to be talking a little bit about Project Catalyst, governance within Cardano, and some of our experiences with regards to Project Catalyst and governance with our proposals. So to begin, I'm Conward. I've come in originally from Fund 3, haven't put a ton of proposals together, but during this last one, Fund 7, I put together a proposal, gotten to really immerse myself within the Cardano ecosystem and Cardano governance. And it's been quite an adventure and it's really helped me to deep dive into what blockchain governance should look like, what blockchain should be in gaming and all those sorts. So it's really been quite a treat. How about you, Aiden? Yeah, no, so I'm Aiden, everybody, uh, and I, I'm with the, the Player Mint Project. Uh, I've been involved in Project Catalyst back since fun too, uh, since the early days of kind of just trying to structure communication on Discord. Uh, and so I, I think it's really exciting. As much as people want to push improvements on Project Catalyst, I think it's always good to kind of take a step back and see where we've come from, because uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff. And, and wow, when I, I got, I stayed up really late last night until like two in the morning, just like voting on, on the different proposals uh, as, as Fun7 voting just closed out and um, getting to see all of the different challenges and the different uh, proposals within those challenges was really, really exciting. And I, I can't wait for Fund 8 and the future of Project Catalyst as a whole, the Catalyst V3 circle. Uh, I think we're really building something beautiful over here. And all of my experiences with Project Catalyst have always been positive, community oriented, and overall um, pushing decentralization to the edges with a focus on ensuring that all roles involved uh, have some sort of say, some sort of voice, some sort of impact. Um, so I, yeah, that, that'll be my little bit. How about you, Marson? Yeah, um, Catalyst, said, uh, Aiden already check all the boxes, yeah, that, <laughs> that, are, that are important. So uh, what I can say, uh, and you know this already, Convert, uh, we from, from AdaQuest, uh, that the project is only possible because of uh, Catalyst. Yeah, uh, that's uh, the foundation that uh, IOHK with the Cardano build here and give it to us. Make project like like Playament, like Fuftopia and AdaQuest even possible. Yeah, that's the one thing. The other thing is um, about the whole environment and community as always on Cardano, and uh, we are here to to uh, through Project Catalyst to give our experience and uh, our consulting uh, skills uh, if somebody likes uh, to, to uh, join or uh, have a special project, special from the entertainment uh, sector, uh, we are here um, to help uh, this kind of project. And uh, this is uh, where uh, Catalyst also responsible for this. Yeah. So beside all the nice things that Aiden already mentioned, yeah, Catalyst is for us, and that's why we are uh, really, really proud to be a part of this. Uh, a big, big uh, community where people uh, come together who has, uh, we, we, who has really, really great ideas. And uh, yeah, that's Catalyst for us. Yeah. Awesome. How about you, Felix? 
And now that's the point why I wanted to go last, because then you just have to say, yeah, I second everything what was mentioned. <laughs> Fair enough. But, but additional to this, yeah, I'm Felix from the Catalyst One, Ambassadors Eastern Tunnel, some other projects. And mostly focusing on really when it comes to governance and Cardano, governance only works when you have a healthy, informed and strong society. And how do we build the culture? How do we build the social baselines of a global interacting community? It's there where a lot can fail and a lot, a lot can succeed. Oh, yeah. And just kind of like normal governance, like outside the blockchain, it takes, as you said, informed voters making decisions. It takes good structures set in place to allow for these voting or these voting procedures to occur. So it's really interesting trying to take something that we as humans haven't gotten down perfectly out in the real world. And we're trying to put that into code. We're trying to put that on the blockchain. So something that's quite interesting is how, how could the system be put in place in such a way that it really benefits all the users on the Cardano ecosystem through Project Catalyst, for example, because I know Project Catalyst has evolved so much just from the beginning. I remember when it was, you had to download a completely different application on your computer it took up gigabytes upon gigabytes to do it and then you had to go through that system and now it's so easy as you can use one of many wallets use a voting application on your phone and it's all set up so i guess we could talk a bit about where do we think project catalyst should go or where has it gone that is good or where it's gone that's maybe not so great i think it's about the the steps towards decentralization and i think that's kind of what we're seeing is 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 the idea that a project's going to launch and instantly be a DAO is a little silly. Um, and there's plenty of projects out there that are say, hey, we're a DAO. And I think there's kind of a built-in understanding, hey, we're working to become a DAO is kind of part of it. Because if you're both decentralized and you're an autonomous and you're an organization, that means that you really don't need any sort of central entities in order to operate. But as we know with Project Catalyst, you do need a central entity. And right now, it would be, it's a lot better that we have that central entity because they're able to facilitate things. So if anything goes wrong regarding uh, maybe the CA process, or maybe the, there's a um, kind of malicious proposal out there, there's a bunch of, I guess you could say bottom feeder proposals that are essentially just asking for very small amounts of money across different challenges so that if the amount of money being distributed, uh, uh, there's a little bit left in change that no other project claims and they might be at the bottom of the list in terms of rank, they're able to kind of scoop that up. So the idea that we have some sort of um, safety mechanism, some sort of lever that we can pull in order to ensure that some sort of beneficial outcome is 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 in some way insured i think is really important but but what is really important is is that you you start to take the steps towards decentralization how do you go from having a more federated model and i think this is something that iohk knows how to do this is something that cardano has knows how to do as we saw it with the Shelly uh, era, we saw D uh, go from, I believe, 1000 to zero or something, something of that nature or 500 to zero. Um, and, and so we, we have this steady march towards decentralization. And I think it's about how do we get away from the standard products and usages that we have? Because, I mean, if we're really talking about decentralization, I mean, that means that you have a fully decentralized web hosting environment in order to uh, construct an 
a proposal DAO-esque environment where people can submit proposals and vote on things. And that's got to be completely decentralized and open source. And then if you really want to take it far, does the hardware that people are then interacting with the internet also get decentralized and open source? And um, so I, I think there's definitely a step towards decentralization. Uh, it's definitely not a, not a button that you just push, but much more kind of like a little, uh, a little lever that you kind of have to gradually pull down. Yeah, yeah. Best example for this, Conrad and Aiden, um, if I can can step into this discussion, is uh, the Gamers on Chain challenged, yeah, um, the challenge. And uh, uh, talking about foundation, uh, that that's on decentralization. Yeah, you have to from from our side. Uh, Create something like like a, a foundation that uh, people can rely on and build on and trust. Yeah, and uh, this is why uh, we three here, uh, Felix, Aiden, and and uh, uh, me, decided to to um, go for a challenge like uh, the Gamers on Chain challenge. Yeah, so. Uh, in the earlier days of, of uh, Catalyst, uh, just to sum this uh, very very fast up, there was only the DAP challenge, yeah, and projects like PlayerMint or AdaQuest, uh, that was uh, where we found out, okay, we are com competing against our, uh, other e-commerce apps and so on, yeah. Uh, if you take another ecosystem, this is not possible because in, in the older economy, everything is set up, yeah, and you cannot move the puzzle tiles. Catalyst is completely different. Yeah, three guys like us, yeah, just uh, were uh, there with an idea and said, okay, we have to create something like a game guild, like a uh, special challenge for, for gaming uh, project, for onboarding gaming, because gaming is one of the reasons this blockchain will uh, finally get some uh, something like a mass adoption, yeah, in, in the first step from, from my point of view. So uh, talking about this, yeah, the foundation that has been done. This is the reason why we are here, and uh, that's why I'm I'm also uh, uh, perfectly set that Cardano is uh, currently supporting uh, seven or, or eight uh, challenges, I guess, with uh, uh, for the future, which is a very very important uh, step. Someone would call it okay. This is more centralization, but now uh, you need. You know, if you start to 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 learn uh, walking, you have someone. Uh, you need someone who will take your hand and show you how to walk. And this is what Cardano and IOHK is is doing. Yeah, that's for my side. I think for for me, the game has some change challenges. Really, mostly already a first try to to say okay, like Martin mentioned already, when you have only one challenge, for example, and the available budget for everybody who wants to build something on chain, then, well, you have a bunch of projects competing with each other and also have, as you have a huge amount of submitted proposals, it's really difficult to find as well projects who are maybe working on exactly the same stuff like you are doing, right? So by specifying, classifying already, oh, okay, what, mapping out the ecosystem on the very beginning, what do we have? How can we connect them? And how can we build this connection via Project Catalyst? Very easy. So a group comes. This can be NFT makers. This can be gamers. This can be whoever represents or sees themselves as a group can come and say, hey, let's submit our own challenge, dedicate our own subfund to only this topic. In this case, for example, gamers on chain. 
And with this build already, let's say, first awareness and connections already within the ecosystem. Because there's some, this is something where Catalyst is extremely effective and successful to break silos and build context, build alignment, and connect people and ideas. And now our ecosystem right now, the SPO ecosystem is a total unique own one. Then you have the NFT ecosystem and totally own one, right? Very, very fast, very aggressive. Then you have Catalyst, a very young, very small one. You have the whole developer there. You have the gamers, you have whatnot. And all the communities, we are still sitting a lot in silos and don't even know what we are doing in all these thousands ends, right? So to link it to Project Catalyst is really also to have to, how would I say, constant build the center of gravity where you have increased coordination, collaboration, and communication. And with that, a community who is moving aligned forward, everybody in their own direction in their own way, but to the same direction, right? Oh, yeah. And so in a Twitter space that Aiden and I did, what was interesting is some people would jump in and it was, as you said, from the SBO background where, for example, I come from. And we had some people from the developer side who didn't know much about Project Catalyst, but they were asking, hey, how do I work with, like, I've tried finding other people to build this project with. And I, some people have similar ideas I've heard, but I just can't get a hold of those people. I can't get these things built because, for example, they would start with some people and then they may like flake off. And then they're like, okay, well, maybe they were in just because it was a job for a little while and then not being, that wasn't their vision. So something I've seen with Project Catalyst, especially if you go into their Discord, you can jump in there and say, hey, I've got this idea. And sometimes, and I've even noticed it again when proposing ideas in Project Catalyst, some people have similar ideas or the same idea. And then instead of going, well, we'll compete with our proposals going, hey, let's work together on this. Let's build it together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, great example for this. That's uh, how, how Convert and, and uh, um, yeah, um, uh, I met. Yeah, uh, so, so, so that was the reason because <laughs> somebody who is asking to, you know, uh, I have an idea and uh, this is the game, but I don't have any clue how, how we gonna do this. So please take my hand and show me, yeah, how, uh, what, what are the first steps and try to make this in a, uh, old economy way, yeah? This is not possible. Uh, try to ask some, uh, even uh, if, if we uh, point this out on a, on a AAA publishers in the gaming environment, <laughs> you don't even get the chance to talk to Epic, to a Steam, to uh, um, um, Activision or whatever kind of, of business director is, is uh, uh, currently. You don't get even a spot to talk uh, these guys. And here you got guys like us who were in the game industry, who has some knowledge, guys like Aiden, like Felix, who are already connected to other persons. And uh, yeah, uh, that's you know this this was crying for something like gamers on chain or, or a gamers guild a place where uh, entertainment project not only games project but we got also already if you look at the gamers on chain challenge we got uh, people that are building tools uh, for for indie studios like us 
Yeah, um, you got uh, people already who are thinking about integration of um, uh, different uh, kind of, of community uh, models, uh, payment systems, and so on. Yeah, using of course ADA, using crypto, and so on. So so. Um, all, all we have to do is, uh, yeah, talk about uh, and uh, spread uh, the word and, uh, yeah, don't be afraid. That's what I can say. We are here on Discord, yeah, when you take the, uh, the, the community, there are different communities like Swarm and so on, like, like the Cardano Catalyst, um, uh, Discord, uh, not Discord, but Cardano server, Playament server, Fluftopia, Ada Quest, uh, everyone is there, just drop in, yeah, and uh, talk, uh, talk with us or, you know, ping us on, on Twitter, even on Twitter, it's possible to send a, a private message and, and talk, uh, don't be afraid. This is the only uh, ecosystem, and especially on, uh, on Cardano, the community, where I know this because, you know, working for more than 20 years in the games business, if you are not a well-known person, and if you are out of the system, like we uh, currently are for five, six years, not working uh, uh, in, in the professional uh, game services uh, beside AdaQuest, uh, you are going to be forgotten. And you have to step, uh, do all the steps that really uh, starting uh, really uh, to, to get back. And here in Cardano, you will always get the chance to talk to people who really can move something. Yeah, that's why I'm so enthusiastic and so keen about and talking also uh, and talking not only about Cardano, but especially Cardano Catalyst. Yeah. I do notice that enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I agree with Martin in that regard. It's the one nice thing is why I think Project Catalyst has so much potential is because the ecosystem that's built on Cardano is one of the most welcoming ecosystems with regards to developers, with regards to newbies, with regards to anyone, because I've done Twitter space after Twitter space, whether it be in the SBO community, willing to help people to learn how to run their pools a bit more accurately or a little bit better, or if it's NFT projects that, hey, I'm looking for an artist, I'm looking for a developer to try to build this up. They're more than willing to go, hey, here's the direction you need to go, or in a recent Twitter space, people asking, how do I get involved with Project Catalyst? And we're able to go, here are some of the discords to check out. It's not adversarial, similar to like, in not trying to point fingers, but when I was in Ethereum, it was very much, <laughs> go look it up yourself. Like, why are, you, why are you asking these questions? These are so baseline. Like, if you don't care enough to look it up, I'm not going to explain it. And it's like, well, you just lost somebody that's going to be part of your ecosystem. Whereas the Cardano ethos goes, hey, we want all the ideas possible. And we want to help you get to, in touch with where you need. And it does require people, I think, to step out a little bit of their comfort zone. Because, for example, when I did this podcast, I interviewed Aiden. I interviewed Marcin. I didn't know who to go to when I had this idea for Fluftopia until I'm like, because I had the idea. And I'm like, okay, I don't know much about game development. I don't know where, where to even begin. And I'm like, wait, I talked with Marcin. He, he's a game developer. He's developing an NFT game. I can ask him, maybe he can point me in the right direction. So it's a lot of finding the right places to be. And if you're jumping into the Project Catalyst Discord server, 
then there are going to be tons of different people with different ideas that you may be able to bounce these ideas off of. They'll help keep you in time with when certain things are due, what's going on. It's it's a really welcoming community. And I think that is the people itself, just as Felix had said before, is what really brings about good governance because that helps to keep the populace well-educated on what's going on. And there's, I've even noticed, for example, Rick, I know Gaia, so Brian from Gaia Stakepool are trying to put ideas as to their preference for certain votings. So even that alone helps to give a little bit more of a glimpse from people well experienced within the ecosystem. Yeah, 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 perfectly. Uh, that's that's uh, definitely the the the, the uh, main main reason why to do this. Yes, uh, and uh, um, beside this, uh, we see. Uh, <laughs> Because I, I guess, Aiden, you were already in Fund 2 on Catalyst or something like this, yeah? Yeah, I, I had about, an idea for uh, yeah, yeah. Um, a delegation yeah, system called yeah. Floodgate that would essentially okay. take people's delegation and optimize okay. uh, how yeah. it was spread based off of the current levels of saturation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just compare for, from your experience, because we started to look at Catalyst in Fund 4 and were funded in Fund 5. Um, but uh, before that, uh, just compare or tell me, because I'm, I'm very keen to how the voting experience was uh, in, in uh, uh, yeah, the, the Fund oh. 1 and Fund 2. It was completely different, uh, as I can imagine, as it is now, right? I didn't. I didn't participate until Fund Four voting because I didn't want okay. to do anything with my private keys. Um, ah, yeah, so I, I, I submitted a proposal, but I, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't really take it super far. After I had communication with people, and I kind of realized, okay, hey, we have two epics before. Um, yeah. you know that delegation has actually moved. Plus, we'd probably need to take custody over people's assets. This was in a pretty smart oh. contract era, and I was like, mm, this is this idea isn't going to work out. But I realized this idea wasn't going to work out because I was beginning to dive into the stake pool operator model. And I think this is a benefit of Catalyst is, is it provides people an incentive to go off and find problems to solve. Um, and yeah, so, yeah. so something that I learned through actually the project Catalyst Boost Camp, which for funded proposers, you're able to get this really amazing free service. Uh, and it's, there's this resource-based approach where you look at the resources in front of you and what problems can you solve with those resources in front of you. And so I, I yeah. stake pool operators were very new. Uh, and it, there was this idea of, okay, people are trying to wrap their heads around how does saturation work? Where should I delegate my ADA? It was very much so everyone's focus was how could they maximize RO, yeah. ROI is basically yeah. is basically yeah. where people were at. So so the idea was is hey I'm going to develop some sort of system that can delegate people's stake for them based off of the pools that aren't saturated and would move stake around based off of okay. where the best opportunities were. Yeah. Um, and and so eventually I realized that the idea wasn't feasible just because of the necessity for a custody based environment and you didn't have a smart contract. But I only realized that. And I only poked my head into Project Catalyst because I had some sort of incentive to do so. And then I realized it wasn't possible after I communicated with folks within the Discord. Now, it might be something yeah. that's more feasible now that we have smart contracts and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and you can have more of an escrow. And who knows, maybe there could be an entire, um, like something like the Rats DAO or, or some of the cool DAOs that are popping up could even say, hey, you know, 
we're going to, uh, uh, all of the Ratsdown members, we highly encourage you to delegate your voting power to us. Uh, and then as a community, we're going to come up with the uh, proposals that we're going to vote yes and no for. And then, hey, if people want a different outcome than what we've said, we can hold some sort of vote. And so, but I think there's a, a major necessity within Project Catalyst for something like that. And I think there's some mixed feelings about liquid democracy and the capacity to apply my votes to other people, as it does open up a lot of room for uh, potential bribery. It does open up a lot of room for a potential attacks. But I think it's necessary because Brian of, of Gaia State Pool made such a great uh, a tweet Rick McCracken retweeted was is, is that basically he spent five hours looking through proposals and challenges and in all honesty I mean if you're even on the mobile app you're you're getting the condensed version you're getting the problem statement the title the solution statement and the relevant experience you're not even getting into the big meat of the proposal which is the details um, of it so now I think a, a, a new role that's likely going to open up within the project catalyst ecosystem are the 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 essentially very trusted uh, experts in the space in regards to, Hey, I really understand, um, how AI works. I have, you know, this great PhD. I have all this prestige. I'm someone reliable. And I I know what I'm talking about. You should delegate your votes to me. I'm going to make all my voting public before I cast it. And you can do a quick scroll through. And if anything seems malicious, you know, undelegate your votes to me. I think we need to encourage systems like that because if we really want to, I mean, think about, for example, proof of stake on Cardano blockchain. If it wasn't easy to just delegate my stake to another pool, if every single person that wanted to make, uh, uh, help decentralize the network and make rewards through doing so, had to set up their own stake operation, the stake yeah. operations would be it'd be terrible. I mean, there's no way that yeah. 70% of the ADA uh, in circulation would be staked. So I think we yeah. need to create yeah. uh, easier capacities for people to enter the space. And I think as we yeah. create easier capacities for people to enter the space, more incentives will open up. Um, and then I think that just means we need to double down on the incentives that we do have. Like we need to double down on the incentives of like, like yeah. of the CAs, for example, the CAs, if we can increase CA incentives and make them, cause they are such a, one of the backbones of the project catalyst ecosystem, cause they fulfill that role of trying to filter out the good and the bad proposals, but that role can't be done by only three or four people per proposal. Ideally we want that number to get much higher, but of course three or four people is a great start. Uh, and pushing towards yeah. more, pushing towards yeah. more because three or four people, that's not, that's not bad. But when we yeah. get into the realm of, Hey, millions of dollars are on the table, uh, tens of millions of dollars on the table, definitely working to increase a set of incentives that make sure that there's the most amount of auditability. There's the most amount of peer review and you have knowledgeable people uh, in, in these regards. Cause I think we've all, anyone that submitted a proposal to project catalyst and have gone through the flagging process to review yeah, yeah. assessments uh, and to yeah. potentially flag them and remove them. I think we can all agree that there's definitely people that don't, quite grasp what we're saying and i'm sure that that as your proposal gets more and more technical i wouldn't be surprised if the more and more technical proposals that larger part might be needed because that is what's going to create the core levels of the dev ecosystem uh those don't get funded because a lot of people just don't have the expertise to properly assess them uh and so and and i'm not saying that that's the, the case for everyone but 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 just that um there's, there's a lot of incentives in play. There's a lot of complexities in play. And I'm, I'm really, really happy with how well, I, you know, IOHK and the, the project catalyst team, like, like door and Chris and Daniel uh, and, and TK, 
those are just the main people I've uh, uh, interacted with. And Merrick, these are incredible people that are really pushing, like quite literally, and, this, and then I'll stop talking, but they're quite literally pushing the very <laughs> front lines of on-chain governance. And I'm saying on-chain yeah. governance, meaning across all blockchains. I mean, there's yeah. a there's a big difference between what's going on here. And, and, and when we're talking about pushing power to the edges, anyone in the world can submit a proposal to Project Catalyst. Yeah. As far as I know, you are holding a lot of communities uh, around the globe, like the Eastern thing. Let me, ha please help me, Felix. What is it called? Eastern Sphere or something like this? So uh, global, yeah? Wide. Yeah. It's the Eastern Town Hall where we, when we started town. with... When we started with Swarm in the very beginning, we simply organized community calls and events, right? Where people mm -hmm. can present their projects, where they connect with each other and all. Then we became the host of the after town hall. So we created the after town hall a little bit, so this interactive breakout rooms and everything, which was directly adapted by IOG. So we are partnering with them. And out of this, we wanted to create a format to say, okay, we can't include everybody in the community when we ask them already, you have to speak English. Mm -hmm. So we created the Eastern Town Hall with the attempt as well to say, how do we support and build local communities by respecting culture, language barrier, yeah. all the stuff. So for example, Eastern Town Hall, there we work with the Indonesian, Vietnamese and Japanese communities. Very often they, these communities are led by ambassadors or community managers. And they are okay. huge communities. The Vietnamese community, for example, they are There have been two initially, one of 3,000, one of 4,000 community members. Wow. Okay. And they have, been, they have been in real competition to each other, right? And yeah. with the Eastern Town Hall, we brought them together and they are collaborating, bringing on the people, right? Educating their own community advisors, submitting a bunch of good proposals. Yeah, I would, I would love, I, I don't know, Felix, because you are very, very deep in, in, in this community um, Cardano system. Uh, I know that uh, currently in Africa is also uh, something going on, but what about uh, South uh, America? Do you have, uh, is, exactly. is there anything uh, happening? Last happening. Again, to close the Eastern form, Town Hall format is that we had a bunch of community members from West Africa joining as well. Oh, West And they are building a Tanzanian alliance now. So also getting the people together and aligned. And then in this funding round, this was kind of funny because I just submitted a, a draft proposal, just TBD, everything TBD, okay. else than the title, uh, <laughs> Latin American Town Halls by Swamp. And the reaction was 20 people from Latin America signing up, say, hey, cool, let's do this. So we take <laughs> everything what we learned from our town halls, Eastern town halls, we directly yeah. implement the knowledge for the Latin Americans now. Yeah. So we have yeah, town halls running in English, Indonesian, Vietnamese, Japanese, Spanish, and Portuguese now. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> really moving towards that international. I love it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, you see, this is an example for, for everything because uh, Cardano is, is like a jump pad, launch pad, whatever you like like to call it, and especially Cardano Catalyst. That's also why we on AdaQuest decided to uh, this week, you, you've uh, heard it already, to go for, for an IDO seed funding on Kick.io, for example. 
Yeah, and this is only uh, happening because some of the uh, uh, members of the team found us on Catalyst and just directly from, hey, uh, we would like to do this with a uh, game and your game seems to be because of your experience and blah, 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 so on, yeah. Uh, uh, let's do this. And I, oh, I never done this one before, but hey, you are fine. You see, we, we saw you on Catalyst. Great, yeah, never never ever would happen without catalyst yeah so that's why i'm so proud that we got uh, the idea a few months ago to create something like a gamers on chain chat yeah that's uh, really really great and uh, seeing this growing and uh, developing as yeah Thanks uh, for everyone who, who uh, voted for the Gamers on Chain Challenge in Fund, fund uh, 7 already, uh, or Fund, uh, fund 6, uh, sorry, Fund 6 was it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, oh, we guys, are fine. Guys, one question, because we, we had this funding around the very first time that Cardano Foundation said, hey, they want really participate much more yeah. in Project Catalyst. Yeah. So they voted as well in Project mm, yeah. Catalyst, right? Yep. Interesting. So, yeah, okay, the, it was a really calm approach. So on, they voted only on challenge proposals, only upvotes, no downvotes, and only on a small amount. So not the whole, the whole budget. Yeah. And they voted with just one wallet, so with fifty million ADA. Yeah, I did see that. Thought, yeah, it was like it's like fourteen point something, some odd million ADA going towards. And they released an article, which actually I didn't know about until Marson showed me it. She's like, hey, did you hear about the news with Project Catalyst? And I'm like, well, there's a lot of news with Project Catalyst. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, this. So it's interesting, as you said, Felix, to see how IOG or the Cardano Foundation looked at this and went, you know what? I, we think some of this is important. Normally, we've been very, relatively hands off. We're not putting our voting in. And they're not like putting their whole weight on the scale, but rather just kind of going, eh, this seems kind of important. We're going to not, as you said, we're only going to vote up. So instead of having, it's literally just taking 14 and some odd million ADA towards a project or towards a challenge proposal, instead of voting up the ones they want, down the ones they don't want, which or the ones they want most, I suppose, which would equal somewhere almost like nearing 30 million ADA's worth, they're going, okay, we're just okay. going to do a little bit. And it's kind of interesting that they see it as so important that they would jump in like that. And also to see the process which was used because it was not only... Uh, do you hear a echo behind? Or is it fine? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because it was not that the Cardano Foundation came and made an internal decision to say, hey, okay, we wrote on those challenge proposals. That's, that started already some month ago in the beginning of Fund 7 that we made a challenge review. So the Cardano Foundation sent out a survey, mostly to all the, uh, to a bunch of SPOs and everything, and asked them for the feedback. What do you think are the most reviewed challenges at all? I submitted an article of this as well in the Cardano forum. Okay. And, the and, and the, the five highest ranked, ranked challenges by the proposals have been those who have been voted as well. So at first, the Cardano Foundation goes out, asks the community, and then the decision from the community is executed with the funds from the Cardano Foundation as a vote. Then, so this is kind of interesting. It's not CF who makes the decision. If it's yeah. CF who makes the decision for the community because they are anyway the custodians of the treasury still. 
And when it comes to transition of power and also to Voltaire, to say, oh, okay, how do we close the bridge between, because the community needs the accessibility and the right for the treasury, how can Cardano Foundation explore safe and transparent ways to ensure this as well? And one reason as well why they have been, let's say, abstain from Catalyst so far very long is they're kind of radical with the things they support once they are written down. And they mainly really only support on-chain solutions. And Catalyst voting, for example, it's not on-chain. You can say, okay, but all you, each ADA who is voting is on-chain, right? But yeah, they are a little radical, but now as they see that Catalyst goes much more also to really on-chain governance, they definitely join. Oh yeah. And- it, oh, I was just going to say, it is interesting. As you said, it's not on-chain, but... Given that with Cardano, there's eras, for example, there was Shelley era, Gogan era, Basho. Given that Project Catalyst is kind of a quick glimpse into Voltaire, might that, I would imagine that might have a little bit as to why they're like, well, this is kind it's of like, testnet. yeah, like the testnet. I was about to say like the beta, the testnet of Voltaire. So maybe that had a little influence, but I didn't know that it was based upon the community. And then they went, okay. Instead of, I thought it was, they saw it, they decided, but instead it's, they sent out information trying to get the community's feedback and then went, you know what? Okay. And did that. I didn't know that. Didn't they support the Gamers on Chain Challenge as well? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. That's one yep. way I That's was. So, wow. <laughs> nice. Look on yeah. that. Look, our, our effort. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Yeah, because I think the Gamers on Chain Challenge has been widely supported by the overall community. I mean, um, at least the the two prominent members of the community I've seen, of course, the Cardano Foundation. And then um, I know there's a little bit of controversy around uh, Rick's picks, but Rick McCracken, of course, uh, published one as well um, that just kind of stated his opinion. And I think that we should encourage stuff like that. Not, Not, hey, we should all follow exactly what someone posts on Twitter, but we should all encourage each other to share what we're voting for on Twitter, on social media, on Discord, not because we should use that as the holy grail and holy text of what exactly we should vote for, but rather let's get an inference, let's get a pulse on what people feel is important uh, because there is going to be a ton of people before we have that more liquid democracy where I can delegate or liquid, um, yeah, liquid democracy where I can delegate my vote. It's important to hear from community members that we might respect. Like I I had the pleasure of meeting Rick McCracken in person and I had a very awesome conversations with him. And so I might take his opinion more into account or, or, Hey, maybe I met a really cool individual. Like I met Conward at the Cardano summit as well. And Conward could post something and say, Hey, this is what I think is the most important challenges to vote for in project catalyst. Not that, Hey, the other ones aren't important, but Hey, let's really make sure that the dev ecosystem that focuses on open source is super important because I mean, we're building open source technology here. That's supposed to be decentralized. So that's, that's, you know, that, that's at least in, yeah. in my opinion, something yeah. that should be pushed forward. Um, so, so yeah. I think that that's really exciting as well. And, and, and I, I yeah. think, um, I think the encouragement of breaking project catalyst into more the NFT scene is going to be something that that I think I've seen some kind of people that are trying to, to push it. I think Felix, uh, you submitted a proposal that was trying to get um, some NFT folks in. And I think that that's super, super important because the NFT folks know how to communicate. They know how to build a community. They know how to, to yep. grab mass attention. A lot of the NFT folks have been bringing people from other blockchains and not yep. the other, other blockchains are great. I mean, interoperability is one of the core 
core focuses of Cardano. We should be as interoperable as possible. Every every valid blockchain that's you know supposed to actually do something has its own merits. Um, and so I think it'd be really really great if we could try to include the NFT folks a little bit more uh, within Project Catalyst. Um, not necessarily, hey, come over here and, and essentially do the equivalent of selling your NFTs through Project Catalyst, but maybe is there any tooling, any cool things that can be built uh, yeah. Yeah. for the NFT? Checking all, check, check all the boxes, Aiden. I'm, I'm completely with you. You know, that's why we, uh, that was the idea behind the Gamers on Chain Challenge, yeah? To, to create this. That's where Felix come up and say, hey guys, yeah, you're talking all about this, yeah, player mint and Ada Quest uh, and Fruitopia, you're talking about uh, this kind of uh, uh, games, relations and so on. Let's create this. Let's create something like a gamer guild, a place where with not, uh, you know, rules or something like this, but, but create something that people uh, can uh, beside dApps and uh, e-commerce uh, and uh, every great app and challenges that are already there, we need something for the entertainment. Yeah, and uh, that's why I like to ask you guys. Yeah, sorry for for <laughs> capturing the uh, the host uh, um, position, convert. Uh, for the future, because I know time is precious and we have to come to an end. Uh, what do you think for the future? How Catalyst yeah, will process or proceed in the future? What can we do further than, because we are checking all the boxes, Aiden. Yeah? We are checking all the boxes, bringing NFTs, games, uh, Af uh, Africa and all the worldwide ecosystems, bringing community together, as we heard uh, from Felix. Uh, what? You, are your thoughts about the future of, of Catalyst? Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. So with Project Catalyst, it could go one of many ways. I mean, the thing is, if we're talking, it depends how far into the future we're talking. If it's 10 years, a small change five months from now can completely determine how Project Catalyst ends up in 10 years. But my hopes are that Project Catalyst becomes more of a mainstream. Again, when it comes to Cardano, Whenever I got into Cardano, it was a lot of just because I wanted to invest in cryptocurrency. And it wasn't until I saw the whiteboard that I'm like, there's something to this. And I know a lot of people are going to have the same story that they got in because of finance, trying to get rich, something of that nature. But then they see what kind of ecosystem there is and they go, you know what? I think I can build something. I think whether it be an NFT project just for art, an NFT project for utility or building a game or even building a DeFi project on Cardano, trying to create a, as, as Felix said, instead of having these other silos, have a place where everybody comes together on these topics, understands, okay, I'm, every time I'm making a transaction, every time I'm paying or buying an NFT, every time I'm moving ADA, a portion of my transaction fee goes into this treasury. And as an ADA holder, I get to decide what the future of Cardano is. Now, what shape that will take will all depend on how everyone steps up to the plate with regards to how they vote. They get to decide that. So that's why, as an individual, I can say how I'd like to see it. But it's going to be interesting how the thousands, if not possibly millions of ADA holders in the future will be deciding the future of their own, even at a selfish level, of their investment. Whether their investment is for the financial reasons or maybe they see Charles Hoskinson's vision for a global economic system that's fair to everyone, so more of a moral side, 
regardless, being able to decide what that future looks like for whatever reason they have. And so I know that's kind of a non-answer, but a lot of it's going to depend on how people get involved, what people bring to the table and how much they want to work towards making this all work right. Yeah. In, in terms of how I see the future, um, I think Project Catalyst, a good marker of success is, is, and it's a kind of funny one, but a good marker of success is, is if Project Catalyst was able to get to the point where someone could utilize Project Catalyst to create another smaller version of Project Catalyst, if that makes sense. It's kind of a kind of a weird thing. But but the idea is, is that is that you could create such a model where, hey, maybe we want to create our own website and our own platform and it's all going to be using IPFS and uh, uh, the, you know decentralized hosting mechanisms and web services that relies on stake pool operators uh, hosting the network. And I'm going to create a, a little mini version of, of Project Catalyst. And instead of it taking three to four months for a challenge to complete, it's going to take, you know, three or four weeks. That's just an example. But I think I think a good marker of success for Project Catalyst is, is if it gets to the point where one, the vast majority of people in Cardano at least know about Project Catalyst because sometimes um, sometimes I think there is a nature of, of, of a lot of people in, in Cardano might know what Project Catalyst is, but I, I don't think they understand like, hey, this is how accessible it is. It's, it's literally anyone can join in, anyone can participate, and there's a variety of roles. So I think um, another marker of success for Project Catalyst would be uh, people being able to get to the point where they're able to supplement their income or essentially make all of their income through some sort of Project Catalyst. I mean, yeah, yeah, Felix is giving me the thumbs up. Because I mean, think about it. What happens if you're a proposer and then you're a CA and you're, you're only a CA for the challenges that you're not involved in from a proposer perspective? Those two jobs right there, see, being a CA, I think is the only mechanism in Cardano right now that allows any individual that has a Cardano-based wallet to earn ADA without having any ADA already. And so oh, I think okay. that that is a beautiful, beautiful thing that we got to push out to the world and say, hey, anyone that wants ADA out there, if you're an Ethereum maxi and you think ADA is this kind of weird crypto that's not really ever going to go anywhere at least come over here and check out some proposals review them it's kind of fun to like review these proposals and check them out uh and then you'll earn ada for doing it and if you think it's worthless then you can sell it or, or hey i'm sure there's many people out there that would be happy to accept it uh but i think the other final marker of success for project catalyst uh, and then I'll, I'll felix i know i know you probably want to speak is, is is i think that we get to the point where the members of the community, and we're already seeing this with people like Felix who put in so much time and effort in order to make Project Catalyst as fun, successful, and enjoyable as it is, that these people are just as prominent as folks like Dor and Daniel are in the community, uh, and that these folks have just as much say and capacity as Dor and Daniel and all of the other amazing Project Catalyst folks do in, in terms of how voting is structured. They can contribute to the actual mechanisms of on-chain voting uh, uh, and, and further participation from wide bodies. And, and, and we get to the point where almost may, maybe there's uh, uh, lots of different groups within the, and the overall crypto ecosystem, like you have Bitcoin mining uh, folks 
and you have the Ethereum folks, and then you have the uh, uh, NFT folks, and all of these people are coming together and engaging in Project Catalyst, not because it's, it's oh, hey, it's a different blockchain. I don't want to go over there, but hey, this is really exciting. Cardano is an interoperable blockchain. I want to go off and in, involve in Project Catalyst because it's interoperable with my blockchain. Yeah. And then yeah. we have all these bridges and beautiful connections, and then the blockchain ecosystem is, is, is not as siloed as it is because it's rather funny to think of each blockchain is siloed right now and, and how amazing would it be if project catalyst was starting to be supported by all blockchains because they have an open api access that anyone can plug into and then all the folks over at avalanche can enjoy uh project catalyst and, and are willing to vote on it and we have crypto assets like we're seeing with cody where cody had an amazing challenge that had tons of engagement and i think i saw the most amount of ca activity in cody because people were had such a strong incentive to go off and review those proposals and earn cody for doing so imagine how yeah. cool it would be if, if we got to see a similar thing for ethereum and we got to see a similar thing for avalanche we got to see a similar thing for any other blockchain with different tokens and then we also got to see similar things with for example uh ada quest is their quest token player Mint has pmx if we can start to set up challenges that say hey we want to support a gamers on chain challenge where 50 percent of what you of what you're paid out for for cas for proposers is pmx and 50 percent is quest tokens uh in in any other gaming based crypto we can all pool those together uh so so seeing the further decentralization the further impact the further audience reach uh is is really what i'm looking for in project catalyst and what i think will be okay. its, it's true success yeah funny thing that uh the all the other uh, blockchains you mentioned uh, never get uh, their interoperability um, on on their uh, you know agenda. Yeah, this was the first thing that that uh, Cardano was talked uh, three four years ago. Yeah, the three the staking proof of stake interoperability uh, was was one of of them uh, where they are concentrating on. So yeah. Felix, what, what are your guesses regarding the future of Catalyst? We'll take many ways because we are not... We, I think this is also important for people who don't know about Catalyst. It's not a static, static product. It's an evolving, iterating, improving mechanism, which lasts three months. And then it changes a little bit and again a little bit by the initiative and the feedback from the community themselves, right? because they are in action and they define with the proposals themselves how they want to change the system. So whatever we know about Catalyst now might be totally different in six, nine, 12 months from now and really yeah. depends on the community to say what they want to build because it's the testnet of Voltaire and it's here where we explore and experiment how does on-chain governance really look like. And where we start to redefine finance, economy, society, impact, whatnot. Oh yeah, I again, I'm I'm right there with Felix. It and that was kind of a little bit into my answer. It's it depends, and I I really hope more of the. I think the version we saw, for example, in Fund Two, where I think it was either Fund One or Fund Two, as I said, where you had to put your seed phrase in in order to vote. So that was a barrier for a lot of people. So you only got a smaller subset to vote. Then that was removed. And then it was just a downloading of a mobile application, which didn't have any risk of seed phrases. More people came in. And I think as more people get educated and find out, oh, this isn't just for certain people, like anybody can do this. It'll start to change from what it used to be, which was, okay, it's the vision of these few people to the vision of the more pe like more people and more people it's going to change and I, i i agree with felix and i hope it 
I hope it turns out very well because similar to how it's said at the beginning of every town hall, like Project Catalyst Town Hall, this is an iteration thing. This isn't the complete version. Things might break. Um, there might be glitches, but we'll get through it. And I'm like, yeah, that's how it is. This is this is the test net. This is the beta. It's going to get better as time goes on. And so we'll have to work through some of those hardships, but it's so much better than it was even a year ago. Like so much better. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. And uh, from my side point of view, it's just, uh, yeah, it's about mass adoption. Where we started to, to uh, this discussion today, uh, talking about mass adoption, what the catalyst, uh, what we offer with all the different challenges. And uh, in the end, this is the goal, I guess, yeah, to bring this everything together, governance, as we talk about uh, different uh, uh, blockchains and so on, yeah, uh, educating people, yeah, that you don't have to be a what I call, yeah, everyone knows a Cardano Maxi or Ethereum Maxi. You don't have to be. We, there are blockchains where you got some pluses, some minuses, of course, uh, will be always. And Cardano tries, yeah, with a kind of diplomacy, what I call, yeah, from, from the game strategic view when, when I play something like, yeah, you know, a strategic game, I would do this uh, the same way. Bring everyone to a table. Uh, it will be really, really a long process because there are blockchains out there that don't like to work uh, with us. But hey, uh, we will do our way. And I think that the Catalyst is one of uh, the biggest achievements, what started really, really small, will be getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's uh, my future vision of, of uh, Project Catalyst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's fantastic we're able to talk about all these things. We've talked about Gamers Unchained, talked a little bit about Project Catalyst governance. We've talked a little bit about the NFT and gaming guilds, some of the ideas behind those. It's been a really fun time talking with you guys about all of this. Um, but before you go, how can people get more involved with Project Catalyst? Town Hall. Oh, oh go ahead, Felix. Town Hall. <laughs> town Hall, after Town Hall, Catalyst Swarm. Become a proposer if you want to build something. Become a CA if you want to make ADA and review really beautiful proposals. Once you've been a CA once, you can be a VCA. Uh, and then you get to uh, help even further get engaged. You can also be a... Um, uh, a, a member of the Catalyst Circle, uh, which is an electoral position that, that acts as the sensory array for Cardano uh, uh, Project Catalyst so that you know Project Catalyst can get a good sense of what the different roles in the Cardano community are, are looking for and, and what, what needs need to be met. Um, there's a role for you or, or you can just be a voter. You can just say, hey, I, I, the whole point about Project Catalyst is, is that the holders of ADA get to decide the direction of ADA. And so if you yeah. want to be able to have your vote casted and your vote support projects that you believe in and downvote projects you don't believe in uh, and encourage community growth, you can literally just show up once every three or four months, cast a few votes for an hour and then walk away. That would be an enormous impact if everyone in, in, in Cardano did so. Or you can join the Playam in Discord server or the Discord <laughs> server and ask now Convert Aiden and maybe Felix if he will be there um, uh, 
to uh, tell you a little bit more how to create a proposal. You guys already know this, yeah? How to make this, how to make that, how to get connected. Yeah, that's uh, what it's all about, community. Oh, of course. And I will have all the links to, for example, the Catalyst School Discord. So if you have questions oh. there as well, you can yeah. jump in there and people will be more than happy to... There's explanations on how to be a CA or a community advisor, how to review projects, how to become a VCA. There's explanations on how to build a successful proposal or how to build your proposal a bit better there. There's a Project Catalyst Discord. It'll be linked below. Of course, we'll have the AdaQuest. We'll have the NFT Guild, Catalyst Swarm, and Player Mint Discords down below as well. Check those out. That's where we're all kind of in each other's discords. So we'll try to do what we can to help you out there. And again, even if it's just voting. And when you think of voting, you're like, well, I have to look through five hours, as it was said before, that Brian looks at. No, if you have one or two proposals that you're really like, man, I like this proposal, I want to vote for them. You can vote on just one thing if you so choose. You don't have to go through everything. That's the beauty. So even just jumping in and voting, as Aiden said, really helps out the ecosystem. But once you dive down this rabbit hole, I assure you, you'll want to learn more. And I'll give you those resources down in the description. But again, thank you guys so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure talking about this. I don't think, again, this gets enough views or gets enough limelight for how important this is for the ecosystem. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Conrad, for having us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, then make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also leave us a five-star review. And if you had feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo. Send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also make sure to check out our new podcast website on crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That's Loops, L-O-O-P-S. And lastly, I want to let our community know about an NFT game slash project that we are working on. The game is called Flooftopia, and more details can be found at flooftopia.org or down in the description below. We have a Discord server and other socials, so make sure to check out our website to learn more. Again, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.